Yeah. How do they know? Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Tell him since I said so. Tell him since I said so. Who said? Who said? Nah, who said? Who said? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What it do and what it is. This is the Sensei Said So Show. We are your senseis. I am Vio Sensei, 24th Dread Kage of the Music Clan. 10th Tribe of Wakanda. <laughs> is this your president? Oh, man. Before we get to that, let me let y'all know who I am. It's Shadow, your friendly neighborhood villain, leader of the Gold Tooth Tribe. Pull your double cups up. Two times? Two more times. We got a studio drink. Shout out to Snoop Dogg. I think uh, yeah. there's hella dogs in our studio, first off. <laughs> we sipping gin and juice. Producer Brandon might need to be changed to, like, Brand Dog. Brand Dog. <laughs> Snoop Dunn or something. He got gin and juice. He got B-dog. dogs in the house. He B-double got O-G. in the house. It's going to be B-double-O-G. B-double-O-G. <laughs> he now has a name. That's lit. <laughs> Welcome back. Season three, we still going strong. Shout out to everybody who's tuned into the website. I know we got a lot of new listeners. Shout out to the new listeners who have been pressing me about where's the art at, where's the where the pod at. We want to hear your thoughts on the playoffs, everything like that. We here. We going to cover it. So if we're here, we need you to do your part by sharing the Sensei Said So podcast with your friends, your loved ones, your hated ones. It doesn't matter because at this point in time, everyone's going to need it because pretty soon we all going to be in a bunkers <laughs> avoiding nuclear radiation. <laughs> so you might as well get your podcast because Netflix ain't going to be running. Oh, you know, the podcast download it's onto your be. phone. So <laughs> we have over 24 hours of content on the Sensei Said So website. Yeah. So at least two days will keep you entertained and enlightened. Man. So we have a, we got a perfect show for y'all. I don't, I, I mean like perfect. That. When I say perfect, I mean it is when we say our show is society and pop culture. That's a, a big realm of things. Yes. Yeah. And I think we're going to hit on all of those things today. So we're going to talk about some recent things that have gone on in the city because, you know, we want to keep y'all up to date because really Salt Lake's next. So you need to tune into the Sensei Said So show. Salt Lake's next. Because like a show. Yeah. The Salt Lake (laughs) in the Utah area is really coming up. I drive through these different places and, you know, I'm Nigerian. So my natural instincts are to prosper. You know, my shine gun's awake. My whole clan was massacred. So I'm the last Uchiha. (laughs) But my eyes are ready and I can see things. And when I see things, I look around and I'm looking at Sandy, Utah, and I'm looking at Lehigh, Utah, and I'm saying like five, ten years from now, these are going to be hubs. We're really good at Silicon Slopes. They already know what we're going to call it. <laughs> so that's why you got to tune into this show, because we're going to keep you up to date on the culture and what goes on in the city. So when the city does become a staple, the Sensei Said So podcast is going to be the platform you go to because we've been keeping you informed s- you. since the beginning. Since the jump. Alright, now that that positive shit's out of the way, <laughs> let's talk about some recent shit <laughs> that just cut. went on. So, I mean, the biggest thing, aside from the Skirt Skirt video that's doing great, so shout outs to the team, shout out Music Clan. Yes, shout out Lavish, shout out Enrique Manuel, shout out everybody. Shout out Eric Flames. Hey, the, the production on that. He he hit me. So we got something for y'all soon. Eric 20, got the juice, 2018, y'all keeping works. We're gonna double back on y'all. Skirt, skirt. So apparently there was a cipher 
with the lake and the Mormons. <laughs> and maybe we don't fit in on one of those two things or both of those things. But I didn't get the email. Did you get an email? I didn't even, I didn't even get the Facebook invite, to be honest. If there was, if, I don't know if this was an exclusive. You got to get the text. You got to get the call. I don't know if the invitation was in the mail. But uh, regardless, I checked it out, obviously. Yeah, all they, jokes they, aside. They, they, we, rep, they represented, you know. Yeah, we the I'm cypher like, came out, James the Mormon, um, featuring a bunch of artists from the lake. Shout outs to them for doing their thing, you know, putting on good business, good strategy, good marketing. Like, I understand, yeah, it was it, solid. In, in a time where content is needed that you know, they that's content out. So, so with in that my, regard, yeah. So with my classes, when we do our coachings, we like to break it up into two sections. We have successes or strengths, and then we have areas for improvement. So I want you to go over maybe one or two of your successes first, and then I'll give mine, and then we'll do some areas for improvement. Okay. <laughs> so what do you think were the successes of that of that Cipher? Cipher. I, I think I mean ciphers are I guess safe nowadays. You know, that's just anytime you need some sort of content, but you don't really want to go there and waste a lot of promo and a lot of. You know, too much on a song, on a full song or project. You know, you hit you hit a cipher. You you go get people that are gonna represent that you need around. So I'm not sure, I'm not really sure what the representation he was going for is because he's a he's from Provo. He's a Provo artist, and he and he puts on for Provo. He's lit out there. James the Mormon got it jumping out there doing numbers for you know for it out got there. Got all the garments going crazy. You just. know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you know to get the to get the Salt Lake demographic, you know, he came and reached out to the Salt Lake artists, and so he got artists like Ivy, you know, for and and so shout out to Ivy because his part was dope. My, what I do like about it is that in a time where you know is in the winter, artists were really sleeping and nobody really had music out like that. They're gonna start coming, coming in with some heat, get something buzzing into the warm weather, into the summer, into the spring, into you know everything that they can do. So right. I like how they did that. I like the promo they got behind it. The, um, the BET promo was lit. BET. Uh, I don't really know how much these niggas mean to music right now. To be honest, Shit, I don't know the last this. time BET broke anything, but that's <laughs> it. Regardless. <laughs> Bow Bow Wow started reaping the repercussions from being on BET. I remember that. (laughs) So my strengths, I'll break it down into three strengths really fast before we get into some areas for improvement. But um, there's three levels where I think there was success. Bars-wise and technical ability, I feel like Ivy was definitely a success. Shout out to Ivy, gang, gang, clan. Mm -hmm. You already know. UA, their energy was successful. They came in and they really uh, they brought some a new element. They took the energy up a level. So I would say that's a success. And then of course I'll give James a Mormon a success because he constructed a, a solid product. Mm-hmm. Business wise, it was a success. Those were my successes, just in a nutshell. If they if anyone needs elaboration, just hit us up. We can talk about it more on whatever social media you follow us on because you should be following us on all of them. So what were your areas for improvement? Because I have two very distinct ones, but I want to hear yours first. My areas, my areas for improvement were the creativity behind it. I think it was real basic, to be honest. I think Call it, it was, what it is. It was, it, just, was, it, it, was, it was just cutthroat and, ju- you know, it was just like, all right, set up, rap, all right, see y'all. You it know, was bland it, potato it, salad. Exactly. <laughs> it was potato it was, salad It was Karen's potato it. salad that we don't want back. <laughs> God damn it, Jessica and your bland ass potato salad. 
That's exactly what it was. So and, we told and, you, Karen, to not bring and, your bland ass like, potatoes out to the barbecue. Just just in a cipher itself, not even an aspect of, of the people in the cipher, because obviously the people in the cipher had bars, you know, and the people were, were, were rapping. But if you're gonna do a cipher, you 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 need to highlight each person and each you know what they represent, and you know like like how we'll say the um the the hip hop awards does the does the ciphers. Right. Does the they have which most are also trash. We, we exactly and and that, that those are the only ciphers that really matter anymore are, are those goddamn sprite ciphers. Anyways, Basura. and then, and most of them are, are weak as hell. But even then, they spotlight one person has to step seven feet in front of everybody else to go to go rap, and the cameraman is all up in that nigga face while he rapping his little verse that you know that he had to do on on, on top of the sprite commercial with the branding while they, while they, you know while they spinning it and everybody in the back probably jumping around. And listening, doing the ooh, try, you know, trying to get their yeah. little extra camera time. You know, it's a promo, complete promo, video promo for a cipher. You know how that how that really works. Exactly, it's not really about like, oh, we need to you know, make a make a cool song or nothing like that. So I think that they didn't really come with the aesthetic part of it. They should. I mean, the the boxing ring was was lit. You know, I liked how they were in the boxing gym. So that was kind of it was cool. It added like a, a element to it, a little depth. But they. But with that many people, they could have done something so cool. Like they could have like set it up like corners and had the two people who are coming like act like they were boxing each other. Like they could have done more with the aesthetic to make it to make it catch, to make it pull. Not a by the books kind of like, oh, we're all standing in a ring looking somewhat intimidating. Exactly. Exactly. But, you know, but that's just how they chose to do it. You know, that's that's their product. That's good. Not great. And then my other concern is that. The, they put the lake as the as the you know featuring the the lake, so everybody that was on it wasn't individually featured on. You know how in two thousand and 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 three when Busta Rhymes had <laughs> had his remix song, it had everybody in his squad in it. It, it, right. it, it had seven goddamn niggas featuring featuring featuring. You know, but instead they just put the lake, and I was like, I didn't like that move. I was like, I. Business-wise, you guys should have, you know, just had all you guys' names on it. If But if you want to represent the lake, then you guys should have represented the lake. I don't think that that was the representation. So you feel like the artist should have got their representation on the billing, let them know, like, hey, give me a name. Because honestly, I don't know a lot of the people that were on it. Yeah, I didn't know none of them. Yeah. It, it, so it would have been good to get a name tag week, or and something. Moved, and I know Ivy, and I know UA, you know, and I know uh, Rhyme Time. Yeah. Uh, so so I know I know some of the people on there, but there was a lot more than that. And a lot of them people, I did not have no clue. So I was confused on why they put the lake. If that was, you know, if, if that's what they were representing, then that's everybody that they were in there was supposed to represent. And I don't know a lot of them. So I'm confused on the representation there. But yeah, it is what it is. I mean, I, I kind of had the same thoughts. I just felt like if it was a video, if, if, we, if that's supposed to be the representation of the city, all that is shown is that there are artists in the city who have the ability to rap. If that was what they were going for, then success. But with the vision, with what we want the city to be, is we want to show that it is a cultural influence. We want to create a feeling, a spirit. Like when you come to Salt Lake, you get this. When you go to Atlanta, you can pull up to a gas station and know you're going to catch some young cats dancing because that's their spirit. That's their culture. Like, when we do things like this and when you do have a good business plan behind it, it 
we're, it's going to come to a point that if we want to be taken seriously and become a hub for hip hop, we have to start being culturally relevant, doing things mm-hmm. that aren't mirroring the culture, but are pushing it Push, forward. Exactly. Providing something different, providing something new. Toronto took all this emotional rap and R&B and brought it and they said, this is our sound. This is our scene. And now it's just except that's their culture. Like yeah. you're going to go to Toronto and feel a little bit more than you usually feel when you're in New York or something like that. In Atlanta, you're going to be a little bit more flashy than you would when you're at your house in Wisconsin because they have a culture. <laughs> so for me personally, just watching it, if I'm looking at it as an objective fan, I just didn't see like, well, what does this what story does this tell about the city? What does this let me know about the feeling of the city? Like if I wasn't from Utah, I would right. just be like, oh, there's some guys that can rap. Aww. And I think they set themselves up for failure with the beat. The beat was trash. <laughs> Do you think that's that's really what it was? The, the, the beat, beat was basu. It's they, they not just t- the beat, but you're not giving yourself a fair chance if that beat is. It's generic. It, it was. It was. Yeah. It was just. It was just pretty basic. You know, like I wish. And I, that, I wish they would have had some drops. I wish they had just had some like more drops and some more isolations with with some artists. You know, highlighted. You know, like Ivy and. And That's what I'm saying. And like Cut the beat. Like, give uh, give Ivy and acapella like you know, six yeah. bars. Um, switch the beat up. Maybe uh, give it a Latin feel mm-hmm. when UA comes in. Let them represent their culture, and mm-hmm. that, that we have a strong Hispanic uh, community in Salt Lake. So when they come on, give them their shit. That you know, like run it, like run it. You know. So I've been a part of a group, and we have done a bunch of group songs. Like if you guys. Going back in the Rolodex to one of our first songs when I was with Illmatic, My Flow, we added the second part to My Flow because we slowed it down because that was like a ciphers type song. But we were like, we want to change something up on the back end so it's completely different. So when you're listening to it, it's like a movie. You have act one, then you have act two. So it draws you in because there's dynamics. I feel like they tried it, but they were safe. Mm. It just felt safe. So shout outs to them for doing their thing. It's a great starting point, but I don't think it's the end all be all. So we got to do more. We got to keep, gotta keep yeah. if you're going to keep ciphering uh-huh. the ciphers up, then let's add a little bit more. Let's put a little bit of flavor to it. Let's take a quick break and listen to something that does have a lot of flavor because Karen might have brought the bland uh, potato salad, <laughs> but skirt skirt is the full. That's that's collard greens. That's collard greens and beans. You know, we got all the flavor in there. It's the thickness. So yeah. we're going to listen to that real fast, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about some more on the Sensei Said So show. Yo. I'm at the top, I'm the highest. I never bias. I did come around with lightning. All of these diamonds is dying because of some blind. run up, you won't catch the pipe. Bitch, smoking that gas, calling mileage. Yeah, I'm the flyest. If you was down, you would ride. Packing that paper and back on my shelves. Making that money with all of my bros. Yeah, stack high to the ceiling. Catching the feeling, but it ain't time of the season. When I go hard, there's a reason Hoping and dreaming Had enough now that I'm eating I don't give shit about a nigga talk shit Cause I pull up with fire I'm making do flips I don't give shit about a nigga talk shit Cause I pull up with fire I'm making do flips Yeah, living by lavish You living average I got a package, I flip it You got a chance and you miss it You ain't that real, I'm authentic Yeah, I roll right with that heat Yeah, I roll 100 degree Police, they following me Yeah, I got grills on my teeth Yeah, I got bitch on they knee Flips Remember, I used to be hopping the fences Now I be switching my lenses Yeah, I'm a menace And I flex harder than bandits Speaking these words, they a legend All of this money Tremendous, why don't you go check the guest list? You won't even look like some disc. Niggas don't talk to this test. Look in the gun and confess and look at my list. Skirt, skirt, how my niggas pull up? How my bitch pull up? How my back was 
stuff, I know These niggas want problems I might pull up with that arse Say young ski messed up Martians I know I've been riding around lady In my motherfucking city You still hang that's a pity I know How my niggas pull up How my bitches pull up How my back was stuffed up We the next ones to do this Got my head looking foolish Bad bitches are recruiting Bad that action they be ruthless Keep a dragon like I'm toothless He might end up on the nose clip Don't forgive me for these chimes But I might never knock a new way Hold it Bougie bitches want the world Chris Take her home, get the new pics Throw them figures, watch you do tricks Bust down for the lyrics Fuck the finale, you this Fly niggas on some new shit White bitches want the cool whip So I just Stack it all up, wreck it all up Till it fall away They want all that, they want all this They want ride my way They be talking loud, I be walking proud We gon' pull up where you stay They all want I wanna know, was he gonna blow? Music clan be the guy, and I just wanna know Is you down the road, let the blood and smoke Double cup it with four, turn it up and make it blow Twelve knocking at the door, send me out with the flow They don't know who I know, I can get it for the low Pressing mouth was on froze, bitch How my niggas pull up, how my bitch pull up How my back was stuff, I know If these niggas want problems, I might pull up with that arse Say young ski master Martians, I know I've been riding around lady in my motherfucking city. You still hang that's a pity. I know how my niggas pull up, how my bitch pull up, how my back was stuffed. How my niggas pull up, how my bitch pull up, how my back was stuffed. I know if these niggas want problems, I might pull up with that arse. Say young ski master Martians. I know I've been riding around lady in my motherfucking city. You still hang that's a pity, I know How my niggas pull up, how my bitch pull up How my back was stuffed Properly pronounced skirt skirt Auto-tune that for me <laughs> The new one, the hot one, tell them where they can find it Hey, make sure y'all check that out SenseiSetso.com Slash videos, you know, slash music, slash everything Visit everything, the bio, the info, the contact, email us, say hi. We'll say hi back. We're not shy. Come on. And please don't message me on Facebook and saying, can I get on the show? Please go to the website because, honestly, if you're not going to go through the due diligence of just going through our website, then I'm just not going to read it. So don't. There will be a submission section. We have a submission section is coming, but right now the contact the contact information is already there. Mm-hmm. Do that Dude, on that the one. Sensei Said So website. We are active on social media. Check the IG. Especially after what we're going to talk about next. If you don't agree with what we're saying, don't message me on Facebook. Message us through shoot the, the shoot website. The mess- don't shoot the messenger. Shoot the leader. Y'all leader. Not our leader. Is this your president? <laughs> Since we're going to get into I it. I wonder leaders. if, can we do some sort of like, can we implement like a ritual style fighting system into how we elect our presidents finish him i i feel like it's a better it's a better system than what we have right now well the system we have right now is is old as shit is <laughs> we done had it for for, for way too long cuz it's obviously produced the same results every president done looked the same for the past 200 years that's true <laughs> until obama came and then he switched it up. He did his little thing, and then and then now Trump, I Trump looked like a Cheeto, so it's not. I don't really know. And apparently now we're at war. So if you don't know what recently happened, there was a 
some airstrikes that have now been called on Syria. I am so over just... The question I've always asked myself is, when did America become the, uh, the, the moral police of the world? Who determined that and why and how? America determined that themselves. That is a good point. That's the problem is that when they won that first war against Britain, which was the most powerful goddamn military at the time, they were flexing. They were walking around. They were walking around plug walking, Rich the Kid, and just everything, you know, they, they thought they could, and they did. They fought another war, almost lost that shit, came back in the fourth, won that shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> America, they was. Came back in the fourth. <laughs> These niggas, these niggas, I don't know. They got they got a Ray Allen hidden somewhere that just that hit the clutch shots. I don't know. They just do, you know, we, we, we're, we're different. America's different when it comes to the military tactics. They do things a lot differently. So it's... I guess, and this is where it gets scary, when you mix just regular strength with moral policing. You can't be the moral police just because you're the most powerful. <laughs> Doesn't absolute power corrupt absolutely? Wouldn't the most powerful also be the most corrupt? Right, right. Just asking questions. (laughs) So now we have probably the most (laughs) corrupt. Probably. (laughs) Ah, No, we have the most corrupt that we've seen, aside from slave owner presidents, (laughs) who who is now leading the country, a, a country divided. Not everybody in the country stands for what? Trump is standing and doing, which makes it hard because when if anybody decides to retaliate based on our leader's action, they're going to see Americans. They're not going to see, oh, this is a red state, which unfortunately we're a goddamn red state. But (laughs) they're not going to differentiate and be like, oh, we're only going to go after Utah, Massachusetts and Alabama because we already know that's where the Trump supporters are. No, they're coming for all of us. Right. So the first question I have is. How can we get uh, Syria versus white nationalist war? Because (laughs) I constantly see these people who are so ready for if they ever come to our soil, if they ever come to our country, I have this and that. And I'm already training my six daughters and they all can shoot. And that's great. We could use that right now. So how do we get a bunch of them to go? All the gun, all the gun toters, everybody talking, waving their gun. I mean... What y'all got the guns for? If you have an AR-15 right now, you might need to go. We might need to see what you can do with that, because you can't ever, you can't ever practice it. If you polish guns in your spare time, you have to go fight that war. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> if you got a USA flag waving out your truck, you gotta go fight the war. <laughs> sorry, we'll see y'all when y'all get back. We'll respect I put y'all. that once. I put that on Instagram. I just wanted to see how many people. If you see somebody with an American flag behind their truck, do you think they're racist? The amount it was like 70 30. Everybody was like, Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That like, if you rep America too much, we're like, Whoa, there, buddy. Like, this is cool and all, but like, unless you, unless you doing some Olympic shit, unless you going <laughs> up and down and doing what Mark does, if you just regular Joe Blow who works at Home Depot and on it's, the back of your Ford the prob- Raptor, the, the you have to that. have two six foot flags behind you. Like, we we wonder. We it, just wonder. It's, stereoty- it's stereotypical though. That that's the thing. It's a stereotype because. The people that only really have flags on their American flags on their car are 
are people that go to, to trucker rallies and, and, and ride rodeos. And, I don't, uh, trucker and, rallies? I don't know if that's a thing. <laughs> I don't know but either. They might but be. They might be. I'm, sh- I'm sure there's something close to a trucker rally. Or you're a soccer fan. Or, or you know, and uh, and USA did not go very far. We're not even in the World Cup. Exactly. We lost to Trinidad and fucking Tobago. So I'm sure a lot of these Americans <laughs> took their flags down. <laughs> so that being said, but I'm not gonna say I'm not. We're not gonna say right. You know, they're not racist. It doesn't make them racist just because they want to represent America and what America stands for. What it means is that they are pro-war, so they can go fight. That's what that really means. You got so you got a flag on your car. You can go fight the war that you got the flag representing. Speaking of nothing, um, how do you? Uh, <laughs> I just have to ask this question because I was thinking about it, and you know my. Uh, what were we calling the producer's name now? B O double G. His gin and juice is now <laughs> almost done, so now I'm just flowing. How do you feel about this new era of all these racial slurs for white people? Because this didn't happen when we were coming up. I remember being a kid and getting all these stupid jokes. Like you know, kids could just Google like funny black jokes and get seventy thousand results. Get a, and a then I type in like cool. funny white jokes, and it's like, what do you call a bunch of white people sitting on a bench? The NBA. Uh, and it's like that's not that, that doesn't hurt. <laughs> There's no hurt behind that. These kids are roasting me. They're hurting me. <laughs> so they are getting me. They called me African booty scratcher. How do Gee. I come back? How do I come? <laughs> I'm online looking, searching. I, Just, oh, you I have a hit good credit your, score. I like, got to hit him with your mama jokes. I got to be like, well, 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 your mama's so fat. <laughs> they be what? <laughs> I don't want to jump straight to your mama jokes or just beating people up. So it's like. We didn't have the arsenal that kids have now, but man, the new like with Black Panther coining the term colonist <laughs> to Charlemagne. I've been watching him using the word mayonnaise and just mayonnaise is just touching the soul of our European American brethren. <laughs> it's really hurting. And I, I, I'd be more offended to be called Miracle Whip than mayonnaise. Wow, wow. Miracle Whip is fire. You're bugging. You're crazy. Miracle Whip is Babylon Miracle, ting to it, the It's fat. a Babylon ting that hit. No. That hit. The, I mean, I mean, the Antichrist is made out of Miracle Whip. I'm right. telling you right now, <laughs> whenever with, he yeah, comes then back, I, then I'm with the devil. The motherfucker shampoos <laughs> his I'm hair with, with Miracle with them, Whip. I'm, all, I'm with all the devilish shit. <laughs> Whip it up. Scoot. <laughs> nah. There's two things that if I walk, and this was an interesting thing, um, culturally speaking, walking into a, a lot of um, European-American households, but two things that will absolutely get you slapped in my old age because I don't got time for it is if you have cr- crunchy peanut butter and you don't tell me or if you make me a sandwich and it's Miracle Whip instead of mayonnaise. We have an issue. Well, that's a difference. <laughs> I never said they were the same. That's an issue. No, I'm that just saying if you tell me, hey, can we have a sandwich? And I say, yeah, yeah, make that sandwich. Oh, but you don't say, by the way, that's it's crazy. Miracle Whip and not mayonnaise. We have an issue. I don't even know how we started talking about this. But white people, I'm sorry, I might have to start calling you Miracle Whip. <laughs> but besides the fact... It's interesting the world we live in where it's like everybody's becoming a minority. Literally everybody's a minority now. Mm. <laughs> well, at least the way it feels, because you look at like Hollywood and I was listening to Andrew Schultz talk about it because he's trying to become an actor and he's recently had like things get turned back because they're simply like, we're not looking for a 30 year old white male. There's no oh, work yeah. for you. The narrative, anymore. The narrative now, in the narrative is, is now switching where it's like, everybody is now starting to feel what it feels like to be a minority. 
A lot of us minorities already know what it feels like to be a minority. So for some people, it's new. So now we're looking at a we're looking at a country where the president's making decisions that some people are behind, but other people aren't. We have certain conversations going on where some people are really about it. Like, yeah, I love seeing Asian representation in the media. I love seeing shows where Indian people get to talk about why Apu was bad for their representation. And then you other you have other people who are like, just give me my Roseanne and tell all these colored people to shut the fuck up. <laughs> so... <laughs> Then Roseanne's going to fight that war <laughs> by Roseanne. <laughs> How we get Roseanne to fight the war. So it's just interesting. It's really turning. I see in the next couple of years, it's really going to be a shit show. It really is. It's do, you already, think, do, you, do you think you think it's going to be a, a, a full war? You no, think it's, what, we're going to have an issue? I'm not necessarily talking about a full war. What I'm talking about is the struggle Olympics. Of what? Of the of the politics each that's going to go through? Each group is now going to be like, our struggle is the biggest struggle. You already see it with words. At first, the only words you couldn't say, like in 90s up until now, was like the N-word. You can't say nigga. If you are in a certain demographic, you can't say the N-word. But then other groups were like, hey, we're LGBT. What, what's our they can't say word? There needs to be a word they can't say. Now right. it's now it's maggot with maggot. the F. I don't even want to say it maggot. because Why we're trying to get sponsors. So we're going to say maggot oh my. with an F. They're, everybody's getting a word. Now white people are going to be like, y'all can't say mayonnaise. Y'all can't call us mayonnaise. That's our word. We can only call each other mayo. And y'all about to be pissed off if y'all try to do that and watch us saying, uh, my mayo, my mayo at y'all concerts and shit like that. Got all these goddamn white Wait, girls. And, now and, that Drake put out that new song talking about treat niggas disrespectful all summer or whatever. And now I just oh, see on nice Instagram word. all types of white girls just be nice to niggas for what? Like, oh. <laughs> so get ready for these mayo bombs. Oh, I'll start. I'll start a be nice to niggas movement. Sorry, <laughs> I'll be the first to get signed a petition. Y'all, y'all hoes can be nice to me. But I guess I'll to bring nice the to point you. home is, if we're gonna do this separation shit, we at the Sensei Said So podcast from season one, we've talked about something that I heard from the Breakfast. So you talk about where, the separation for the war? Yeah, the, the, there's no separation. I'm not going. So <laughs> that's the separation. Because if I'm Trump not, if, came, you, if y'all want to stay, I got I got I got refuge and I got supplies and I got support for y'all. Sensei said so. dot com. So now, since you bring that up, let me ask you: What would it take for you if Trump was like, "Hey, I got X, Y, and Z for you, but I need you to go to Syria"? What would that X, Y, and Z have to be for you to be like, you know what? I'm proud to be an American. <laughs> what would make you do that? He would. Ha- would that, he, that's a great question. If he says you have to cut your hair, would you? Would you cut your hair? Or go well, to the, the, the problem. The problem is that Trump don't got the power to get to give me what I need for his. For he's not even in the position to do that. With the, the strings that he got to get. He out here not even listening to the people that support him. So his situation isn't. Is, is, he can get can, you peed on by a small Russian woman. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm not that kinky, so I'm not gonna take it that far. <laughs> I was good. I was good with some land and some money. Is that what all powerful people want? Diplomatic immunity, you know. If I if I got if I had some misdemeanors that I didn't take care of, that I can't get out the state on, you know, let him take care of. Them. You would go to Syria? No, for oh, sure. Oh, I was not. about to say, <laughs> goddamn, for a misdemeanor, you got me fucked up. Uh, I better have a couple. I better be Dexter in this bitch. Got a couple <laughs> bodies in the truck and just like. Yeah, I'll do the Syria bid. <laughs> I have to. I have to be in. He got to get. He has to give me Hawaii. 
or Puerto Rico. He got. I got to get something. I got to be the ambassador now. I got. I have to be. I have to be royalty somewhere. Nah, you got to create Wakanda for me to go to Syria. Like if I go to Syria for four create, years, how are you going to create I, Wakanda? You think so? I'll give it to. Me. I'll do it. Give me the land. What's what? What are they doing in South Dakota right now? <laughs> Potatoes. Build a wall around South Dakota. Oh. Let It's Wakanda. Oh my god. You want to build so many fucking walls? <laughs> build a wall to keep you out, bitch. What are you talking about? I'm trying to eat better. I want Cheetos in my diet. But yeah, so Trump's going to need to uh, give us Wakanda in order for us to go to Syria so that we could have something to, to fight for. Other than that, the rest of y'all have fun in y'all world. Let us know how it goes. I'll be here. <laughs> it's wild. It's just wild to me. It's wild that we're still doing things like wars. Like, we have UFC fighters. Each country just have the best UFC fighter, and let's just duke it out. Let's... <gasps> politicians fighting. If we're just going to have politicians become politicians for no reason, let's have it be like our politicians, our presidents, are just the biggest, strongest person in our freaking community. And when we got issues and disputes, they fight it out. They go, they go, they go about it. Shout out to The Rock for 2020. Hey, I'm done with it. We can do that. We can everybody bring bring your champion and we'll, and we'll fight it out. Exact. Bring your champion. Is this your president? And we'll fight it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So oh. we're gonna take a break. Let's go ahead and let's find out yeah, who's authentic, yeah. oh. and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about what's going on yeah, in the yeah. zone because oh. we got an amazing yeah. first round of the playoffs for oh. in the oh. NBA. It feel like back then they didn't want me. Now I'm hot. They all on me. Look me in my eyes, homie. Make me question if they real Hey, how do I know that you are real? Yeah, oh Cause she's trying to be her, her. And he's trying to be him trying to be him. following a leader Living, living a life to sin But it's real yeah. huh. Hey, how do I know that, that you, you are real? real. Yeah, uh. oh What does it mean to be authentic? How do I know if you real? How do I know if you pretending? And how do I figure the deal? I mean, is it enough to be a real man? Everyone wants to be a real nigga. Living a life that is holding us down. But claiming they real cause they pull triggers. Slowly and slowly we losing ourselves. Easy to see why we fuck up the wealth. Easy to see why we fuck up our health. And the results of forsaking ourselves. Figuring life like a lion's den. Predator prey to the very end. Pricing my soul where they never will spend. Living within ain't no need to pretend. But truly, that's what life is See, death is guaranteed So your soul is truly priceless But most of y'all don't get that Oh lord, that's a horror Too many of y'all sell your soul Like pussy on the Vegas corner It uh. feel like back then They didn't want me Now I'm hot, they all on me oh, Look me in my eyes, homie Make me question if they real Hey, how do I know That you are real Yeah She's trying to be her, and he's trying to be him. They following a leader, living a life of sin. But is you real? Hey, how do I know that you are real? Yeah, oh. Yeah, oh. Uh. Yeah, oh. Authentic. Ooh. I'm over here yelling and shit. Got the mic crazy. <laughs> By your sensei, authentic. That's a hard one. That's a classic one. I know that you are real. They don't know about that one. 
And the reason they don't know about that one is because y'all haven't been checking out the website, senseisaidso.com. Stop sleeping, wake the hell up, and go. Any new music we're going to release is only going to be, well, the best place to find it will be the Sensei Said So website. You know, we know people are lazy, but the Sensei Said So website is where you're going to find some exclusives. Like even this episode, we might preview some exclusives. We might give you some songs you probably have never heard unless you've come to a live show. And that's why you have to tune in because we want to be the people to give you dope content. There's a lot of dope content in this world, and we want to be one of them that you tune into and you feel fulfilled, just like how I feel with the first round of the NBA playoffs going on. Right now, the OKC Thunder are playing the home team, the Utah Jazz. LeBron just lost to the Nigel boy, Victor Oladipo, Oladipo. the second VO. <laughs> the second VO. Yeah, he, might, he is younger than you. Yeah, that's, it's so trippy to me how many of these NBA players are young. Like, they're, I'd be they're watching. young now instead young. of young. Remember, we used to look up to them and be like, man, I can't wait. To. <laughs> it's now, crazy. Now we're, now we're older than them. <laughs> it's crazy. so crazy. So, well, I mean, we might as well talk about it since the Jazz and the OKC Thunder are playing. We should talk a little bit about that game and everything that's been going on because the Jazz don't get a lot of media representation. But the, the debate between who is the better rookie, Donovan Mitchell getting all these rookie sweaters. I didn't even know Adidas had this many rookie-themed fly. sweaters. They got him fly. I was like, can we not buy those? <laughs> like, Just what's a rookie? <laughs> Versus Ben Simmons. So Ben Simmons and them, they played the yesterday. Rookie, essentially. And Ben Simmons hooped. He balled the fuck out. He did ball out, but he's nice. The red shirt rookie is nice. He is I'm, nice. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock him. His game, he was he just had injuries, you know. That's just that's something Donovan Mitchell ha- has been blessed that he hasn't had to deal with yet, you know. So So who would be your rookie of the year? Mine would be Donovan Mitchell just because Donovan Mitchell is on a team that essentially would be nowhere near the playoffs without him. And I'm not saying that uh, the Sixers would be in the playoffs without Ben Simmons, but I feel like Embiid would still have gotten them pretty close. You know, just in the Jazz, just go bare without Donovan Mitchell. That's just, they'd still that's, be pretty good on D, though. You know, they would Snyder's be good a great D. coach, and but who's gonna who's gonna go make the clutch plays? Uh, Rubio. Ricky. R- Ricky used to be. Remember when we used to argue about Ricky coming to how nice he was going to be in the NBA or from overseas, and now he on the Jazz, and we're waiting for him to do something. To, I mean, saw him at Moose. And Ricky, <laughs> what are you doing? Why when you going to be nice? Ricky, Ricky. shoot it. You know, shoot the shit. But I think that Donovan Mitchell should get it. I believe, and I like Ben Simmons, and I used to be a Sixers fan, like I told y'all in the, in the previous episodes. Go back and check him out. But I gotta give it to my man. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's true. He's he went to the All Star Weekend, got the dunk contest shit. Man, he's just going. He's 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 striding way faster at his age than um, Ben Simmons. You know. Can, ah, see, originally I was a uh, maybe it's the the hometown bias. Even though I'm no at no time claim to be a jazz fan, at whatever I don't really care that much about the team. But it's good for the city. It's good for everything we got going on to get that representation from a player like Donovan Mitchell. And everything that he's doing is commendable. He looks like a young D Wade having that impact as a rookie. It, my pendulum 
initially swung to him. But then, because I always want to be objective, I always want to question myself and go back and, you know, just, just take a second look at things. And there's something about Ben Simmons that's different. Like what Donovan's doing is elite, but Ben is just different. So the, because, you know, I'm plugged into the, the different NBA podcasts and the NBA conversations. So the question came up of who had the better rookie season versus who is the better rookie. So when I'm trying to figure out who I think's rookie of the year, I'm really looking at it and saying Donovan Mitchell probably had a better rookie season, but Ben Simmons is a better rookie and a better player. He's bigger. He does more on the floor. He's better defensively. He rebounds. He passes. And he honestly, even though he doesn't have a jumper, still can't really be stopped. <laughs> because it used to be in, in basketball, it used to be the thing that if somebody can't shoot, you play off them. Right. Let me back up. But with Ben Simmons, two things are happening that makes that impossible. One, because he's essentially playing the point guard, he's usually mismatched. He's usually playing against the team's small forward or shooting guard. And Bruh is 6'10", 240, real life. Real life. He a grown-ass man-ass boy. (laughs) So you give a freight train space, all you're doing is you're giving Juggernaut momentum, and he's just going to run through your face. And you kind of saw that with the first round of the playoffs when when they were playing the Heat. He was putting Kelly Olenek in the blender, two-hand dunk, catching the ball between his legs. He was crossing up James Johnson, Josh Richardson, like making veteran players look, look, look silly. And his confidence, he really does he carry has a that lot of confidence. I love his confidence. He carries that. I come from Australia. I box kangaroos. I have six foot spiders that I'm used to. Like he just has that. I don't give a fuck. I'm better than you. Like even like in an interview, I remember in an interview, they said, uh, he, he got overlooked for something, and he was like, do you feel like there's any other rookies that are competing with you? And he was like, I'm not even worried about that. I cry. I'm looking. <laughs> like he was like, disrespect. <laughs> I'm looking at the top already. Like, you just watch him. Like, so, even, what about, so what about his injuries? Are you just looking past how I injury think that prone was, he is? Because that's, he came into the league plagued already. It was, I'm gonna he say, had to get started, which is the the you know the turmoil and the controversy controversy in this in this rookie debate. What I heard was the injury wasn't that severe, and he could have come back as early as January or February of last season. But they were just like, we're only going to win 24 games, so it doesn't matter anyways. We might as well have you sit out and come back next year. And I think if Joel didn't get hurt, they would have done the same thing with Markel Fultz. Well, actually, Markel Fultz was the one that hurt Joel, so fuck all that. <laughs> but I'm surprised. I guess I should say I'm surprised that they didn't do the same thing with Markel. Oh, okay. Maybe they looked at the upcoming rookie class, and they were like, oh, fuck no, you ain't going to win rookie of the year with with Bagley and <laughs> Bamba and DeAndre Ayton coming. <laughs> like, you might as well just play, and we need you. So he, your boy Markel's been hooping. But I want to give it to Donovan just because – He's in a harder conference. He's being the lead man, being the the scoring guard, like the lead scoring guard as a rookie. Which is, is crazy that he's that they still have him at guard. I'm still blown that they, that they don't have somebody else already coming to relieve him of that position. Who can though? Because <laughs> Alec Burks ain't shit. <laughs> 
Alec Burks knows he ain't shit. <laughs> you don't want to be shit. He just <laughs> Alec Burks is like your boy Jeff Green. What? If you didn't know basketball and you just watch them for a second, like some games you would watch them and be like, this motherfucker's the best shooting guard in the league. Like, there's no way. <laughs> Did you just watch him two-hand double pump dunk on somebody on the baseline? And then you watch him for like four more possessions. You're like, oh, this guy's trash. <laughs> He's trash. Like, My boy Jeff Green was, Jeff was holding it down for a second for us. All right. When he was with us, it was lit. We going to have, when we do our, eventually we're going to do the Sensei Said So NBA award show. And one of our, I'm going to say it now, one of our awards is going to be the Fool's Gold of the Year. And it's going to be, and Jeff Green is, if we, if we uh, retro, if we did a couple of, Retro ones, and we went back. Oh, Jeff Green would have like four out of the last seven years as fool's gold of the year because any given night or Avery lo- Bradley, y'all can you you, you know how I feel Avery about Bradley. Avery Bradley. And look damn. and look at us. Look at where we are after he has been gone and removed from the situation. Like I said, he should have been, and Danny Ainge made happen. So all right, if I'm gonna disrespect Jeff Green, I'll give you Avery Bradley. <laughs> but Alec Burks, you on that list too. Right, but now since we're transitioning, now Donovan Mitchell will give him rookie of the year. That's my vote. That's your vote. Uh, just, I'm gonna say Ben Simmons. Just, okay. Just to see what happens. Okay, you'll say Ben Simmons. I'll say Donovan Mitchell. We'll see what happens. It's gonna be soon here. They're gonna decide here within the next, you know, couple weeks, realistically. So, tune in next time. But. We got to talk about the Celtics. Let's take a quick dub. break. Let's listen to a quick track and let's come back and let's talk about your Celtics because they just to. survive. Sur- <laughs> That's what we do. We the survive. First game. <laughs> I'm a first survivor. survivor. I got the vision. Yeah. I got the vision. I promise. I got the vision. Yeah. Uh, uh, all eyes open. I got the vision. I promise. All eyes open. I got the vision. All eyes open. I got the vision. I promise. All eyes open. Listen. I made a promise to the niggas in my city. I'ma go and make it happen. I made a promise to the niggas rocking with me. I'ma go and make it happen. I made a promise to the niggas in my city. I'ma go and make it happen. I made a promise to the niggas rocking with me. I'ma go and make it happen. I remember when they used to tell me that you the one you gotta make it. Giving visions of the city's future. Red now I know I gotta take right it now. I'm the monster from the underwater The originator of the lake hits Got a blessing from the whole city too Run and go and spread the lake shit Woo. All eyes open I got the vision Firing off on a piss Bad boy rocking I got the wisdom Try not to end up in prison yeah. There are some that wanna see me fail But I am looking down on the hatred Hating on me ain't doing nothing for you But I see you yeah. that saying I made a promise to the niggas in my yeah. city I'ma I'm go and make it happen Made a promise to the niggas rocking with me I'ma go and make it happen I made a promise to the niggas in my city, I'ma I'm go, go and make it happen. I got the Made a promise to the niggas rocking with me, I'ma go and make it I'm happen. Make it Ain't happen. an easy city catch fire, but there's one thing that there's I know. Thing that when I the chilly know. niggas feel the fire, brother, 
I know this shit gon' blow Put my hair down on every city Cause I'm about to make this shit go Precipitating on the whole crowd It's about to make my shit throw Lake City, that's the birthplace In the box state, that's home Met some cool niggas from the 303 Smoking J's out in the blow Brother Nick in the full coat With the swish sweet song go I got two homes and they on my back And I'm about to let the world know I made a promise to the niggas in my city I'ma go and make it happen Made a promise to the niggas rocking with me I'ma go and make it happen I made a promise to the niggas in my city I'ma go and make it happen Made a promise to the niggas rocking with me I'ma go and make it happen I made a promise to the niggas in my city Made a promise to the niggas rocking with me Made a promise to the niggas in my city Made a promise to the niggas rocking with me I got the vision. I promise. I got the vision. I promise. I got the vision. Tell them that I got the vision. I swear to God. All eyes open. I got the vision. All eyes open. I got the vision. I got the vision. Hey, I got the vision. <laughs> By Sensei, your Sensei, your very own Sensei, one and only Sensei. Podcast exclusive. You already know on the Sensei Said So show. Maybe we'll put that out one day. Only for the podcast listeners. Only for <laughs> Keep that on the website. A special, special subscription. We're just going to have a bunch of just special stuff for the people who visit the website. Everything that you're going to want and need, the brand, the clothing, the self-help. Oh, the self-help. shit. Well, we All will, of it. We will have, we will have the physical oh, product. So see us, see us in person. We'll sign Oh, some. it's coming. The we'll next move some. will be the best move. Catches. So, you wanted to talk about it. Let's talk about it. Your Celtics survived. Yes, we did. We survived. The Nigerian team went one and one. We have Oladipo with the win. Is Giannis <laughs> I don't think, out. why is that the Nigerian team? The other Nigerian team just won. Oladipo won. That's one of them, but we got Giannis on the Bucks. We do. We got. We have Nigerians all throughout this. You so. so oh yeah, no Andre Iguodala too. We will not disrespect Iggy, Iggy. Yeah, exactly. So we were two and one this weekend. <laughs> We'll take it. We'll take it. But that being said, speaking on the Celtics, they um, it's interesting. It's interesting watching them play in the playoffs against this Bucks team because it really is a war of styles. It's the team with the best player versus the team with the best team. <laughs> Let's see what is that. What it is because the the Celtics are a better team if you look at their coach and their system and what? their. Their organization and their their chemistry, mm-hmm. the culture, it's there. The Bucks have none of that. They just fired their coach. They have an interim coach. Giannis is already hinting about leaving, talking about I'll do what's best for my career. So it's – but you always hear in the playoffs, the team with the best player is in the best position because right. the playoffs is when – since basketball is such a – It's only five people on a team, so one person can be such a huge piece of the pie. And when you 6'11", can ball handle, can run, can Euro step from the three-point line, like, you a big piece of the pie. But then you got the Celtics, who Brad Stevens will throw out a 2-3 zone, a 3-2 zone, a 2-1-2. Throw out everything. Three-quarter court trapping. textbook on you. Shane Larkin, we're going to have you trip people every time they run to the free throw line. Like, he going to... Pull everything out. <laughs> the first game ended in overtime with some some theatrics. Terry Rozier with the snatchback. It was oh he what he yeah. ate him off that. He said yow came back hit it and then point five seconds. That was crazy. <laughs> so I'm just going to assume because 
for some reason you're going to feel this way, but I'm assuming you think you guys are going to win the first round matchup. So I'm just going to. Yeah, gonna it's looking add, good, yeah. I'm assuming you're going to think that. What? We'll see. <laughs> How far do you think the Celtics can go without your two best players? I mean, so, uh, well, the first round, yeah. The Bucks are struggling, like you said, Indrim head coach. Giannis doesn't really have the support that he is comfortable with to to advance very far. He doesn't really know, you know, so we're not putting a lot of hope and faith into that. But we are we are a a wounded Celtics team. We are a Celtics team with our leader our leader shot down. So we have to rally around each other and, and, and make it happen. So we now we have to rely on our coach more than ever. Luckily, we have a coach, not an interim head coach. Exactly. So we have an amazing head coach <laughs> that we can rely on. And I think we will we will get past this first round. That being said, who are you looking at in the second round with what the... Um, the You're looking Cavs. at Sixers. Oh, no, you are looking at Cavs-Pacers. It's, it's Cavs-Pacers joint right there. Oh, no, the it's, Sixers were the three seed, and you guys are the two seed. So, yeah, so, yeah it's the Sixers. Sixers heat. So it's the Sixers heat. And the, Oh, uh, you get to watch Ben Simmons win Rookie of the Year. I don't even and know then, plays on the heat. But. Oh, the, <laughs> the Heat aren't going to beat the Sixers. If you watch what the Sixers did to them, it was like a seven-point game, like midway through the third quarter. I've... Blink turned around and clapped my hands four times, and the Heat were down 24. <laughs> ben Simmons was styling on was people. Being. Like, yeah, J.J. Redick had, like, 28 points. And that's like, going to be the biggest challenge is, is is the Sixers. So I'm skeptical about about it right now. I don't know where we stand with, with Hayward, if he's going to be able to come back maybe deep in the playoffs at all. There's no way in hell. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. <laughs> We need I to. will be a Celtic before Goran Hayward plays his first, <laughs> his second game. I might get my second game as a Celtic before, before Goran Hayward is. gets his second game as a Celtic. <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna have to rely rely on our young cats, and I think we make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yikes! <laughs> I think we I think we get the Sixers. I think we do. I'm sorry. It's, it, it's a long shot, and and it, you know, but I, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and the bench, and, our, and Brad Stevens is our coach. I think we'll be able to withhold the team where Ben Simmons and Joel, you know, Joel Embiid are really. They're still a wounded team, you know. They're they're also a wounded team, and they're also a young team that is inexperienced. So, but Joel's injury isn't like it's not affecting him from like walking. Like your guys' injuries are like he had a little eye injury. He going to come back. He going to be strong. The main thing is, is I know that leprechauns keep their pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. But this Celtics pot of gold is going to run out of gold coins soon. This already has been the season of karma. The karma from y'all disrespecting the Mormons like we talked about last week. And then Kyrie <laughs> holding the Cleveland Cavaliers precious organization by uh, by the balls with his Surgery was holding them hostage. Holding it uh, them. it all came back to bite y'all, but it, it was a great opportunity to see some of your guys' young players like Terry Rozier is real, real. Jalen Brown can hold his own. Jason Tatum is real star, but that's all gonna run out when you get a healthy Joel Embiid because Aaron Baines can't do it. Oh. Al Horford can't do it. What do you mean Al Horford? Al Horford is an All Star. Al Horford was the last pick in the <laughs> All Star game. He was the last pick, but he was a pick. Nonetheless, 
Right. And so it was, you know, and, and Joel Embiid. But Joel Embiid was also a pick. And Joel <laughs> Embiid was picked like second. That's the difference. Al Horford is good. Al Horford is really good. He's solid. He's a great linchpin for your guys' defense. He could be the Celtics' most important player. Because while Goran Hayward and Kyrie Irving do a lot of great things, Al Horford unlocks everything. He lets you play a small ball lineup because he can hit the three ball handle as a big man. But he lets you play big lineups because he's versatile. He can play the four. He can switch. So he really does unlock a lot of the Celtics offense and defense. But Joel will eat him. (laughs) He will eat him like the bland potato salad we were talking about earlier. Oh, is that what? (laughs) And it's just, it's going to be, it really just feels like all the good things have happened to the Celtics this year. But the Sixers really do feel like the team of destiny this year. Like... Joel's saying, rolling, and, and, and don't let and don't let anything happen to to Precious Ben or Joel in the in the playoffs. The injury prone, both of them. Well, I mean, Ben had one injury. That you one never time. know in the playoffs. We'll see. We'll see. Joel what happens. Fly, fragile. Joel built. Joel needs milk. <laughs> he he ain't milk. drinking enough he milk. Need, he needs village goat milk. This is what That's happens what when y'all needs. drink almond milk. <laughs> that shit's a nut. That shit ain't got nothing to help you with your bones. It's a stick and help you, help you with your calcium. But. Y'all drinking Snickers milk, talking about this is what's better for you. But yeah, that, but that's where I'm at. Easter Conference Finals, I got faith we'll move past 76ers because I feel like I shouldn't bet against them because the 76ers have never really beat the Celtics in the playoffs. It's crazy. So what about you? We're going to go over there. It ain't nothing like the first time, you know. I just, I love to see what primary option Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum can do, but I feel like it's going to take everything out of them just to get past the Bucks. Even in this yeah. first game, it took a whole lot of theatrics and a whole lot of everything. I don't see any game being anything other than that. So they're going to be a worn down, tore up team, young players coming into the next round where Ben Simmons and all these, they got veterans on that team. Like, we talk about Ben Simmons and Joel, but they picked up Marco Bellinelli, who you know he's been with the Spurs, racking up that experience. They got Ursan Ilyasova, a big man who's been around, even though he gets dunked on every, like, three and a half hours. (laughs) He's still, him and Aaron Baines might get dunked on more than any players. (laughs) We're also going to have the Sean Bradley Award when we give it our NBA (laughs) awards for the player who gets dunked on the most. Aaron Baines and Ursan Ilyasova are high on that oh, list. Damn. High on the list of motherfuckers who are just poster <laughs> poster candidates. But then J.J. Redick, he a veteran. He yeah. out there doing his thing. Amir Johnson, a former Celtic, he's leading the charge for them I as mean, well as he, a backup big man. He wasn't doing it on the Celtics. Tell you that much. Sir Robert Covington, one of my favorite Sir names Ro- in the league. Covington. So the Celtics got a... And then that that crowd, like me personally, like I'm not very uh, optimistic about Philadelphia as like a fandom because their fans are a little bit on the terrible side, <laughs> a little lot of bit. But I don't want to see this. That's just some old fashioned colonialist mayonnaise ass just fan bases going at each other. But I just those bearded. Philly fans, uh-huh. I just see them just giving it to y'all every time you guys come in. I don't know if Jason Tatum's ready for that. They booed Santa Claus. They, 
Jason is great. He's ready. I mean, he's ready. And I'm not really mad at either one because I used to. I grew up a Philly fan, so the this is this is the first time you know this has really happened where my two my two teams that I'm conflicted with are playing each other in the playoffs. And, the and bandwagon actually, ticket is too high for you to buy a Philly ticket now. Of course, of course, <laughs> I'm, of course, I'm not you know rooting for Philly because I've been mm. I've been on the Celtics way for a minute. We'll but see what happens when it's the Celtics nostalgia. get swept in the second it's round. N- it's still that nostalgia, you know. Because Ben Simmons is like the evolved form of Allen Iverson. You're crazy. The disrespect. Oh, never. what are you talking? Ben Simmons is going to be a better player than Allen Iverson. But how? Um, he's six ten, two forty five. But <laughs> <laughs> like, let's and start struggling there. And, and, and he, struggling no. to do what? Get triple doubles? Yeah, he only needed one more rebound to get a triple double. How many triple? How many rebounds? I don't think Allen Iverson to, had ten rebounds his career. He's struggling to win games, but we'll see. What do you mean? They, they just want they winning seventeen games in a this row. Is, I know this is it, but and this so, is first year. This and, is and they this won is his first year games. playing. He was injured. He came back, so this is first year good. We'll see after this first. You know, literally. I mean, I mean, how Allen far Iverson, do you think they're gonna get? You think you think they'll get to the Eastern Conference Finals? I mean, Allen Iverson went to the NBA the Finals, finals exactly. once, and then the Eastern Conference Finals once. Ben's gonna get to the Eastern Conference Finals as a rookie. He's going to get to the finals within the first five seasons he's in the NBA. But you think no he's going to consistently question. do it, or you think he's going to Kaepernick the, the goddamn thing? There is, unless he starts kneeling for the Syria war or something <laughs> and they just kick him out the league, no, Ben's going to be a, Ben's going to be so one of the best So you think Philly Sixers. is sustainable in the East? You don't think that this is just a, 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 oh, a pop a, year? It's a problem for the East. Because there's little things like we talked about Ben and we've talked about Joel. Dario Sarge is a hooper, bro. He's a hooper. And why are we worried about Dario? Because one, Dario averaged like 17 points a game. So you got to respect anybody who's on his second season averaging 17 points a game. But you have a a power forward who can not only play defense. He's not he's not Joel Embiid on defense or Rudy Gobert on defense, but he's also not Kevin Love. He's an adequate defender who can also hit the three, who can ball handle. So you have Ben Simmons, J.J. Redick, Robert Covington. Then you have a point forward with your point forward in Dario Saric and then Joel Embiid. And all of them are young. All of them have only played in at most two seasons other than Sir Robert and J.J. Redick. Right. So they just have the perfect mix of kind of old guys who are still able to perform and these young players who have so much potential. Dario Sarge could easily be a 23-point-per-game scorer. Like, he got a lot of Pau Gasol in his game, but he a little bit more athletic. Like, they have pieces. And then we haven't even talked about Markel Fultz. Yeah, we he haven't. He the we number one and, overall And pick. Markel Fultz is the key, I feel like, to that 76ers team. He's their six. He's coming off the bench right now. <laughs> Think about it. Anytime Ben Simmons needs a rest, you have a number one overall pick that's not Anthony Bennett coming in as your replacement. Like, and Fultz is a player. Like, he's only played like thirteen games this year. He's a basketball player. He's he's NBA ready. Yeah, his spin move is already elite. His <laughs> athleticism is elite. Like, he still has a ways to go in terms of like his shot and everything like that. But like, he's got elite things already. He is. It'd be like if you had Dennis Smith coming off the bench for your team, mm. but bigger and we more could, athletic. We could hey, use he's him. not more athletic, but he's bigger. He's bigger. We could, we could use him, though. But. but what I'm saying is as LeBron gets older and he can't deal with these Nigerians coming up in the league right now, <laughs> this the East is wide open. And you guys are real lucky you have two MVP 
converse uh, i'm not even gonna say mvp you have two bona fide all-stars coming back because without them yeah it's the sixers it's the sixers time to run the Ooh, without them with what do you mean with, without them if your guys is without them if that's your our team we got them team. they're supposed to be our team we unless we they played, get hurt we every made it year. to the playoffs in top three in the in the east with one of them shit true well one of them and an amazing coach <laughs> Brad Stevens is a warlock. He really is. He really got sensu beans on the fucking bench, just handing them out, making motherfuckers go super saiyan. Is it Shane? <laughs> just Shane Larkin? You got Shane Larkin, Terry yeah. Rozier. Right, listen to this. Daniel Theus and Gershon Yabusele. <laughs> If Get I saw these names the on 2K, I'm changing the 2K because I'm like, oh, 2K fucking up, making up names. Terrible ass names. Restarting the game. Call like, him by his nickname, like, Badister, <laughs> the mayor, with Yabusele. What are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The Sixers the Sixers are going to be real deal in the East. And All I can say to them is Godspeed, Sixers. Godspeed. Hot take of the day for anybody. We're going to end it on this. Yes, I have hurt a lot of people's feelings but when it's all said and done ben simmons will be a better basketball player than alan iverson you're crazy as hell you're bugging you're outrageous as hell is magic johnson better than alan iverson no you're we're going to break right now no (laughs) yes we are going to break because you're (laughs) we'll get back to this conversation real soon but (laughs) you you are bugging matter of fact you smoking and what you you smoking the black rob kush matter of fact you're so we're going we're going to go ahead and get into that while we while we hit this if it's ill say whoa whoa yeah, yeah, uh Hoping the bag like, whoa Take a sniff like, whoa Break it down like, whoa Take a hair like, whoa Got you high like, whoa Hoping the bag like, whoa Take a sniff like, whoa Break it down like, whoa Take a hair like, whoa Got you high like, whoa Hoping the bag like, whoa Take a sniff like, whoa Break it down like, whoa Take a hair like, whoa Got you high like, whoa Got a message from the bro, got a killer for the low We can give it, we can go, we can pick it, we can roll And it's loud like whoa Cause I get it from a man, give an extra for the gram And it help that he a fan, he a member of the clan That's the homie like whoa I'm the monster from the lake, if you give it I'ma take I go holler with the shake, with the swisher we can bake And it's fire like whoa, and it's lit like whoa Every hit's like whoa, with the shit's no show Every hit blow O's, smoke thick like whoa Open the bag like whoa, take a sniff like whoa Break it down like whoa, take a hair like whoa Got you high like whoa Open the bag like whoa, take a sniff like whoa Break it down like whoa, take a hair like whoa Got you high like whoa Feel a rush into the head, I don't know what they just said I don't know if I am dead, body feels like it is lead In the cut like whoa Can you go toe for toe, can you hang blow for blow Can you handle any more, shit will leave you on the floor Sheep you up like whoa Couple grams in the blunt, if you pass you better punt Let it go if you a punk, do not smoke it for a stunt You the type like whoa We gon' go out on the porch, take it easy it'll scorch Elevate it on the perch, you can pass it off in church Gotta hit it like whoa 
Open the bag like whoa, take a sniff like whoa, break it down like whoa, take a hair like whoa, got you high like whoa. Open the bag like whoa, take a sniff like whoa, break it down like whoa, take a hair like whoa, got you high like whoa. Everything like whoa, everything like whoa, make it sing like whoa, make it sing like whoa. When it's ill, say whoa, whoa, nitro like whoa, nitro like whoa, blow dro like whoa, drizzle tip like whoa, hits the shit like whoa. Everything like whoa, everything like whoa, make it sing like whoa, make it sing like whoa. When it's ill, say whoa, whoa, nitro like whoa, nitro like whoa, blow dro like whoa, drizzle tip like whoa, hits the shit like whoa. Black Rob Kush. Now that we're back, we had told Sensei to put down the Black Rob Kush he was smoking earlier with the comments he made. So we'll get into that another time. Right now, make sure y'all check out senseisaidso.com. Newest videos, newest music, newest episodes, everything y'all could ever want. And check it out because premonitions have been made. Just like, and I'm going to say it again when it is all said and done, Ben Simmons will probably be the best sixer of all time. He's Gonna have a better career than Allen Iverson. We are but let's move on, on <laughs> to the rap sheet. The, ru- 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 the ru- ru- rap sheet. Because there's something going on in hip hop right now. We're seeing a, a changing in the guard. Ooh. The uh, the generations, we see them come and we see them go. We, as the quote unquote millennial generation, are finally seeing some of our young stars become old stars. Oh, and some of them the don't handle it well. Fall. We got Fab going to jail, we got Joel's going to jail. <laughs> But now we got the pettiness of the Barbie. I love <laughs> the 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 love and hip hop interscope. <laughs> the love and hip hop young money, I guess we could call it. Right. QC versus young money, I guess we would we, we would call it. It's but. interesting because when Nikki first came in the game, she was not welcomed with open arms by the the current Queen B, the current QB that is Lil' Kim at the time. Right. And they had their back and forth about how Lil' Kim was, I mean, Lil' Kim was saying that Nicki Minaj wasn't showing her respect and wasn't giving her the proper dues with her coming in the game. And Nicki Minaj was like, I just want to rap and blah, 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 blah. Well, look what has finally happened. The Louis Vuitton shoe is on the other foot. And now we have young Cardi talking about, I never heard Nicki's verse. I didn't care about Nicki's verse. And Nicki, sad as shit t- on an interview. What, Motorsport came out four months ago, five months ago? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now we have Nicki Minaj coming out saying, it just hurt my feelings. That Cardi. She didn't say she's just happy to be on a song with me. Me personally, fuck out of here. Soft. Fuck out of here. Soft as hell. Especially when Cardi's charting right now, popping right now. We all know how humans get. We are no matter no matter how noble or humble or whatever you get, we all have an ego. And we all feel a certain way when when, when we when we get clout and when we get attention and when we get praised for accolades. We all know what bitter tastes like. We all know what it is. So you can't, Nikki, you can't come to the girl that's on top of the game right now like you are still on top of the game right now. That she should be praising you. If you were charting, if you were still charting above her right now and doing crazy numbers, then yeah, she should praise you because she you still sunning her. But right now, Cardi at the top of the game. If you you can't say, oh, I'm just happy to be on a song with 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 you because she's the one that's bringing the clout to the song. Do you think that it was a uh, 
and her her boyfriend's or at the time fiance's man was who put the whole song together. Right. But do you think it was a strategic, pettily strategic, but strategic move of Nicki Minaj to when Al- uh, Cardi's album gets released, that it's coming out next week, that she already had two songs that she tried to put out right away? Music that pushed right then. I think I think it's a... I, I think it was a, <laughs> a publicity stunt. And it got know. no ripple. Because me personally, I while I don't want to be... Because I am married to a woman in 2018, I'm very plugged into what women like right now, music-wise. I haven't heard either one of Nicki Minaj's tracks get played in my house. Ooh. Yet Cardi's album has been on repeat, repeat, repeat since it came out. And I think for a lot of people, it's the same. It's just, it's what we saw with with Lil' Kim and Nicki Minaj. It's... It's just a shame that you don't have the the level of awareness to be like, damn, I remember when I was in Cardi's spot just coming out. Let me humble myself being the the more seasoned veteran and give the young, the un, up-and-comer their dues. Exactly. Let me give them their time because they don't know these little things because I didn't know these little things when I was battling Lil' Kim back in the day, when it was actual beef. When you're right, when, <laughs> when, when their niggas were fighting each other. Exactly. Offset, Offset, Offset ain't worried about Safari. He's <laughs> I'm not her man. Beat up Safari. <laughs> Lil Kim, I mean, uh, not Lil Kim. Nicki Minaj has run through a couple of men. <laughs> he ain't gonna try and beat up Meek Mill, right? He ain't gonna beef with Meek Mill over. He ain't gonna her. beef with Nas. <laughs> he ain't <laughs> nothing. Nicki Minaj about to be with MGK soon. Oh, so you know it's bad. And then she can't. The, the flip would be crazy. The Barbies, but it's just interesting to watch, and it's 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 one of the things that we want to start pinpointing because we saw it happen with Future. When T-Pain had his moment where he was popping, people hated on T-Pain. And then Future came in and T-Pain had a moment where he was kind of hating on Future, talking about they're stealing my sound. Exactly. Now we're watching Future sound get took by all these artists now. And now you listen to Future even on a song with Jay-Z and Beyonce. And it's like, I'm hearing Future, but why does Future sound like a washed version of future of himself. right exactly and it's like that's what happens when a bunch of people when you have longevity in this game and then a bunch of people use your sound you inevitably sound like a washed version of the sound you created <laughs> you got to keep it cutting edge that's why you got to be able to be an artist and stay relevant and be able to make the moves so nikki if you if you think cardi should have gave you more respect for your music then come out with some shit that's going to make her respect you for your new music. More I mean, respectable music. Right, exactly. I mean, because what it looked like you're doing, it looked like you're cloud chasing. Yeah. It, lo- it looked like Cardi dropped her shit, and this is her first shit. She's, she has, she's made a bunch of singles that have all charted. Bam! Bardier Cardi, Bodak Yellow, all the, you know, she done, she done made hits, hits, and now she's dropping a project. Everybody has been waiting for this project. Nobody's been waiting for you, Nikki. No. Nobody. I haven't. And I used to be a fan of Nicki. I'm a huge Young Money fan. I haven't even been worried. You came out of left field and dropped them songs. And I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. Nicki did some shit. Didn't you? She featured on a Young, on Young Thug's three-song album that I was telling you about. The Hear No Evil. So right. I guess she has three and a half songs that she dropped right around the same time Cardi's album is set to buzz and go no crazy. ripples and made not one ripple when she com- dropped that compete. stone in the lake. What are you doing? That's why one of the four day laws of power, and this is 
this is one of the things that Drake does really well, and it's a shame that they're in the same camp, but she's not learning from somebody who does do this well, which is mastering the art of timing. Sure, you're trying to see if I take shots at who's at the throne right now, I might get hot, but what you're doing is the same mistake every washed artist makes. So it hurts to put you on the wash report, but Nicki Minaj is fully through your washing machine and now we're throwing her in the dryer with how <laughs> washy is it's almost time for her to show up on love and hip-hop i think it's time for her to get into acting when she shows up i swear she likes p- acting and she she got like eight personalities she she loved to act don't she we gonna call it now i'm gonna call it now by 2020 Nicki minaj shows up on dancing with the stars she gonna be she gonna be on she gonna be on tyler perry's mary poppins that's what she gonna be on. <laughs> <laughs> she gonna be <laughs> She gonna play the cat. <laughs> she gonna be on Blinderella. She gonna be on the, the Black Cinderella. She gonna be. <laughs> so we just wanted to on the rap sheet. We wanted to point out any time we're starting to see the end of an era. We we could have talked about the end of the Bow Wow era. Oh no, because I'm not ready for it. We don't have time for that. We might have to. The curious case of Shad Moss is coming. One that's gonna be a full mm-hmm. podcast because he might. Because we can't let him slip into Orlando. Uh, Orlando Brown territory. Oh shit! <laughs> he almost there. He said it's his last interview. He' about to come out with some scandal soon. But that's uh. besides the fact. Let's take our last break. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah, see if we get yeah. into an exclusive for season three. Let's drop yeah, some new yeah, music. Yeah, let's yeah. give him something that only a few have heard, and then we gonna come yeah, back yeah, with yeah, some yeah. more. Yeah. Clash, clash, clash it only, yeah, yeah. Clash, 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 cl
Just to kill a dragon, hang them out in public, now the world is listening Let them know that the unheard, been unheard for too long And the herd niggas are some sheep shit, got some deep shit for your uncle Tom If the world will know peace, the leaders first gotta feel the rain The clan coming on some storm shit, after that nothing will be the same Go, clan, clan, this clan shit only a Clan, clan, this clan shit only a Clan, 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 so you can hit the backslash and hit music, hit bio, hit sh- anything you want to see content-wise. Just senseisaidso.com. Click around, have some fun. Find all the little surprises and different things you can find in there about your team and the senseis that you've grown to know, love, hate, whatever. We don't care what emotion <laughs> it is. Just be emotionally just invested. Because we're emotionally invested in seeing y'all do whatever you want to do with what we say, whether it's hate him, love me, love me, hate me. Love, Love him, whatever the case may be, just tune in and get your fill of the Sensei Said So show. This episode, we talked about everything from what's going on in the city. Shout out to everybody putting on. Yeah, let's just add a little more seasoning, and we gonna help out. You we know? will. We got y'all, so don't worry. And don't be afraid to reach out. Come on, y'all we're, see my Instagram. You know, Chef Boy, are you black? Is real. I got the <laughs> seasoning. I got you. Got the sauce. We don't say that anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> We talked about the war. Hopefully, we can still be around to talk about the I war. I will, and I hope y'all stay with me. But if y'all go, Godspeed. Good luck. <laughs> and everything that comes with it, the playoffs are still going to keep going strong. We're going to keep giving y'all what's going on. Shout out to Drew Holiday. I watched the Pelicans play, and I really got a lot of respect for Drew Holiday and his game. He might be the most underrated player of the NBA. This <laughs> segueing more into when we do our award show at the end of the season. But yeah, Drew Holiday got my respect. This, So we're going to continue to give you what's going on in the society and pop culture because this is the Sensei Said So Show. I am your Sensei Vio Sensei, 24th Dread Kage, the music clan. My eyes are red because I am the last Uchiha because my whole clan was massacred in the serious strikes. Well, anyways, y'all already know who it is. General Shadow of the Wave Navy of the First Command. Pull your double cups up two times if you wit. And get General Shadow's chicken at Panda Express coming soon. (laughs) 